just wanted to start this podcast off with the ambient sounds of a couple of beans smacking together. <laughs> what the fuck? Honestly. We should have made a Coffee with Rachel song, a jingle. Oh my god, just the, the pour Someone that we take use this. And... and make like a sick song, or should it be like... Sick beat, you know? I don't know. Listen. <laughs> be uh, like that. What is that? Tiny desk fucking do something there like. Tiny bean. Tiny bean. This is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Chris. I'm Rachel. And we have guys, uh, does anyone else feel anxious that this is uh we're in September? <laughs> yeah. There's um I didn't, you know, Rachel, I wasn't going to bring it up, but since you did, like I feel is, like the air needs to be cleared. There's only is, three episodes left, and it is, feels fucking strange. This is the third to last. Next week's the penultimate. You penultimate? Know? That requires, like, <laughs> it, an insane, I don't know, twist. <laughs> What's the twist? I kill you live on the show, and then I do replace you? I just fucking spit coffee all <laughs> over the place. Um, by the way, before we get into this week's episode, I do want to say, so next week's episode, we were planning on doing it being, like, 90% Q&A um, The community. final one Yeah, almost. like we wanted the most community feedback we could get in an episode. Um, so literally send in your questions fucking now. Join I'm going to post. Discord. By the time that this is up, there will already be like a patron post and like a tweet that are like asking for them. You know yeah. what I mean? I'll any probably... like literal last words. It doesn't even have to be a fucking question. Is there any like last thing that you want to get off your Final chest? last words before we end you all? <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, is there any last like, uh, hey, Rachel, you said Dennis Quaid when you met Mel Gibson last week. You know what I mean? <laughs> any last corrections? Any last like, I don't know, weird musings? Whatever it is. Whatever you need to say. You know. Get a- it out. The hashtag on Twitter, I'll probably post on my Instagram, and Rachel will probably do the same. Yeah. Like the the Discord, we got a whole channel dedicated to getting questions, so it's we it have just feels many very modes weird. to get it. You know, um, so this is like the last like non curated episode of Coffee with Rachel because we we pretty much know what we're doing next week, and we know what we're doing for the final episode. Yeah. So let's just jump into it. I mean, oh my God, stop. You yell at me for saying doobly doo. You need to stop saying, let's just jump into it. It like, just flows out of me. Sometimes. I hate it. And I've loved that probably 90% of our audience knows exactly what we're referencing. Like, you know? I like saying that. And then I like to say something out loud and say, sound off in the comments. <laughs> Even Please though leave. I never said that. That wasn't, I would just be like, leave a comment below or whatever. <laughs> Um, so first of all, let's what what beans were shaking moments ago? You asked. <laughs> I'm sure that has been the only question. They're like, Chris, Rachel, shut up! I just need to know whose beans were those. What was that? That was uh, actually Lila's toe beans. Um, so this is coffee sent to us from a lovely listener. This is from we're gonna we're gonna guess it's Letty. Um, it could be Leety, but let us thank you for the blessing of these beans. Can yes. I get an amen? Um, this is a Phil and Sebastian coffee roasters, the standard, our take on a classic espresso. And this is a huge bag. Yeah. <laughs> this is so big. Um, so thank you, Letty. And, uh, I also wanted to say thank you to you for also like, I guess 
I, I won't I won't read your entire fucking letter here because I'm sure you don't want me to read that. But you, we're gonna read all of your sappy ass letters live. <laughs> but apparently, <laughs> I like inspired you to pick back up art, which is like I, dude, if, I, if to know that that was a thing that I did is amazing. But you sent us your very first piece of digital art that you've made since getting back into it, which I thought was so nice. Also, it's fucking beautiful, and I can't wait yeah. to hang it up above my desk. But also, like, that was your first thing that you did back, and you were like, I'm going to give it to these schmucks, which is wild. So thank you so much. And I love the card, which I also feel like you made. Um, it's beautiful. So all in all, you. what a great little gift we got. Thank you so much. Also, let's just say, like, a, another blessing and thank you. I don't know why I'm feeling very, like, amen today, but yeah, it's happening. Yeah, you are. Um, let's amen. just, we're starting off a little bit of, like, a sermon. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to say thank you to anyone who has sent a bag of coffee specifically to us over the years. There's been many joyful, wonderful things that have arrived in our P.O. box, but especially to everyone that has sent a bag of coffee or a mug. We still have many mugs from people. Thank you. Or really just anything at all. Like Yeah, tea. Um or tea. There has been tea been sent. Yes. What? There's been a lot of tea. What sentence was that? <laughs> uh yeah, thank you so much. We've gotten to try so many different things. It's been honestly, From all over the world. All over the world. Like it's so cool that we were able to do something like that, you know, and that we have listeners that are all over the world that would be willing to send us things. It's just very special. And pay for that shipping. We all Yeah, know. honestly, that shipping is very like Food, perishables, what are the rules on shipping that? I don't know? know. I just know nail polish. You just like can't. <laughs> that relates <laughs> if I know to, anything about international shipping, I know nail polish has lots of issues. I'm so glad you shared that knowledge. That That's does my not... coffee fact. <laughs> yeah, you were supposed to bring a coffee fact It's for the last week. episode. Oh, that's what you're don't doing. Don't fucking... You started that dragon. I stopped you midway because fuck I'm off. I know. I'm going to suck my drag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's it's more of like a that's what i'm doing do you slurp a drag i do <laughs> you put the killing slurp thing. between your drag <laughs> anyway aren't you glad this is ending um so let's get into today's topics which is uh the new iphone because we or always apple event yeah i mean but it's mainly um that miss phone well all right you know what before we dive into the phone so like yes the apple had an event they talked about fucking their apple tv stuff and a whole bunch of things we'll get into that in a second but i want to start off i just want to start the fuck off by saying that they <laughs> need to really just do something else besides try and market the stupid fucking watch as like you're gonna fucking die if you oh. don't buy this piece <laughs> of technology because they're, we're sitting there with like fucking anxiety attacks being like oh my god like this guy's like i did if i didn't have this watch i would have fucking died in a year and i'm like holy shit i have to buy this now like and i know that's their strategy the fear tactic is working i've never wanted an apple watch less and more <laughs> like I, I don't want to give into it but also they're like i'm going to literally keel over and die if i don't buy this i don't like, want to have access to something that can take my heart rate that races all the time because of anxiety because then you, at the ready. Yeah. But also, I would love to know that the EMT is coming because of my wrist. It has a lot of nice features. I hate but it. But <laughs> I don't want it for other reasons besides their marketing tactics. But I just got to say, like, that solid, like... I don't wear shit. That, yeah, true. That's my thing. I have watches. I don't even wear those, so... 
and they're like cute yeah um the solid like 20 minutes of time where they're just like yeah so anyway heart rate like we're gonna make sure that like you're hearing we're not gonna like nothing's breaking your eardrums like all the fucking time and we're also gonna check your heart rate 24 7 i'm like please i get it but also i don't want to be in that level of panic i'm like i was having a good time watching until that part and then both chris and i started feeling like we're like oh my god my heart's racing where's, where's my ekg <laughs> yeah but the worst part was when they showed a guy that looked absolutely younger than us who was yes. like if it wasn't for my apple watch and the heart surgery that i got i would have had a heart attack within a year i was like Ah! and then i had to like fast forward through the rest because it's too scary and i literally just was at the doctor and everything was good you know what i mean i know i i just hate that that's the way that they are doing that so anxious about they are diving headfirst into like all the health stuff because health data is like super profitable so like yeah that's just scary that's fine um i'm getting an ipad pro soon so i was happy that they didn't change it so that i have a new more expensive model to buy apparently there's a price drop or something like that so that's cool. that's working out for me they just upgraded like the a regular ipad yeah so that's cool um i'm trying to hit everything before we hit the phone so cause... like apple tv plus i'm like god damn you know can i just buy cable now because fucking there is too many subscription services it's just like cable except more expensive now yeah like so if you don't know what apple tv plus is we don't even have an apple tv anymore Where, where'd she go i sold it oh because yeah. we didn't use it like we yeah. really didn't and i keep uh, buying these things and i never use them steam link i bought that and fuck okay I, we would use that when we start streaming though. yeah true. so it's gonna come in handy. that's what we tell ourselves anyway no um, that one 100 but the apple tv we were like okay cool i can put flappy bird up on the tv screen that was how it. old we got it. yeah okay yeah. <laughs> so it's a it's theirs is like their this is their hulu essentially so they have their own shows they've got some game of thrones ass probably gonna piss a lot of people off jason malmoa fucking show and yeah. then about people that are that humanity has lost the ability to see so everybody's blind and they're like we consulted blind people but let's cast all these people that sighted are ab- people yeah sighted people i mean i don't know about the rest of the fucking cast yeah i can't say that for certain about the entire cast but it's just like let's make the main character sighted hey i just i love that the name of the show is C. like they really didn't think they were like hmm yeah i think it's just it's also a really dumb title i I don't care uh i'll i'll watch reese witherspoon though (laughs) so she's in something with uh jennifer aniston and who's the man is this steve carell why is my brain saying steve carell is it wait which one but oh god i see i already blanked it out i don't remember i don't know but i'm here for reese witherspoon and jennifer aniston's First TV television since, since Friends. friends. <laughs> um, but will I be buying the subscription? Probably not. It is only four ninety nine, but literally all you get are their shows. Like, so I don't know if it's going to be worth it, or is Apple going to be able to be like a Netflix and start buying the rights to shit? Because like, to I saw a post that was. I guarantee you, Taylor Swift's fucking concerts because she's got like a deal with Apple. Yeah, yeah. And so it'll be like you know how she has like. I think it's on Netflix, like her latest tour or whatever, mm-hmm. like the live, you know, the movies, they'll probably go there. Yeah. So that'll sell it to some people. Um, I saw a tweet like yesterday and it was just like adding up the cost of like all the main subscription services. This is just the main ones. And it's like Netflix and 
Hulu and CBS and CBS because they have a streaming service and it's a popular one. There's a lot of content on, on that? it. It's like all the CBS shows and what's like, on CBS. A lot of stuff. I don't know. And like <laughs> literally never cared. Um, Unless is that the Good Place or is that NBC? How do we even watch know. that? Like you're gonna really have to push me to go beyond Netflix. Hulu and Amazon Prime. Like you get Amazon with work. We have Netflix. We share with Hulu. We share with Nintendo's online account, which is not the same thing at all. Yeah. And but like I'm, we let people use our Amazon stuff. I'm not gonna fucking buy outside of that. Like I I just I know I don't want to buy Disney, but I'm like they're really like they're really I selling literally it. didn't care at all because I'm not, I like there's certain things about Disney that I enjoy. But I am not a hardcore Disney bitch, and I don't really care enough to pay for, like, I certainly don't care about Marvel, and I don't care to pay for, like, Star Wars stuff beyond seeing the movies. Like, I don't need, like, 800 TV shows about it. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't entice me, but they really got me with Lizzie McGuire coming back (laughs) as a 30-year-old. Like, that is all they had to say to me. (laughs) So now I'm like, hmm, what friend of mine are we going to go in on that together? Yeah. I'm just like, they're talking about this. I'm like, yeah, some of these shows sound maybe they might be interesting. I'd have to wait for people to actually watch them and tell me if they're good or not. But I'm not gonna True. pay for it. Like, it's I want. I'm not gonna get it until it has been out and there's other stuff on it and whatever. Because I would yeah. never buy it for like three shows. And they're like, in all these shows for the price of one rental. And it's like I don't rent movies. <laughs> So that yeah. didn't get me, Tim. Um, and then they have the arcade thing. So it's another Apple TV thing, but it's also going to be like on your iPhone and stuff too. It's and like, your computer. Um, it's like Xbox Game Pass. Just Netflix for games. It's just you pay. It's four ninety nine again for that one Which too. Which is a really good deal, but I don't yeah. know how good the games will be. But They I said mean, it's like 100 games and then they're adding hundreds more. They had like at least 100 more that they were going to be adding. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... I'll say I'm interested. I'm interested. Yeah, I just have to see. I think what's nice about it is it's so cheap, and most people that are caring about this event already must have like an iPhone. If you're dropping, so then you fucking already over, fucking have it. Like, if you're dropping like fifteen hundred on a phone, like you can buy five four ninety nine a month. You know what I mean? Maybe like, I don't know. Or like you could just try it for a month. I think if they have like a free there's trial. There's a trial. Yeah. I mean, I just want to see, because they, they put up a list of all the developers, and there were a lot in there that I recognized and like their games, so I'm excited to see, like, what games are part of that 100, um, and, like, who starts to optimize their games for that shit, because it would be nice, um, especially when I do get my iPad again, and I don't know, but... I mean, Honestly, I have I'm just like, it sounds kind of interesting. Only one of us in this house needs to have but, it. But... <laughs> uh... Oh, I think it's like it's, a family plan. It's a plan. family plan, but like I already have not enough time to play all the games that I can play on the shit I already own. So I don't really Gee. need to add another one into my life just to make me feel even worse about myself. I'm just basically like, if it's not coming to Switch now, I don't want it, which is so stupid. <laughs> I know. That that console has really... And it's not The even next like, game we're buying is probably Luigi's Mansion. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. like, I can't think of anything in between now and then. And then yeah. the one after that is gonna be probably pokemon but like even if it wasn't them like anything oh, untitled that you Goose can get game is coming out and that's gonna be on switch yeah, yeah anything that i can get for that console i will even if yeah. it's like okay it doesn't have as much crazy like 
I don't give a fuck about the graphics at this point. They look fine. Meanwhile, like, we have a 4K TV. I don't give a fuck about graphics. Well, I mean, it, it looks <laughs> Shut fine. Up. Shut up. You know what I mean. Like, But, like, most of the games we play have, like, they're indie games, and they have, like, a certain art style that, like, doesn't need to be, like, I can see every bead of sweat on this person. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Listen. Okay. And then last but not least, because I'm sure we're forgetting other shit. Who cares? iPhone. Um, I have an 8 Plus, and I fucking love her, and I've hated every other fucking phone that has come out. She just hates the, like, the full screen ones. Okay, yes, I hate the 10 and all of the XS, all of those, and it's literally because I make phone backgrounds for a living, (laughs) and they are so fucking narrow, and... It's just, like, I now need to, like, optimize. Like, I need to, like, visualize a much narrower field of view when I'm creating art just so that it doesn't look stupid. Because I can't tell you how many of my pieces have looked like shit on that phone. But that's, like, where they're going with size. And it's also, like, the smallest. Like, I I also make them for Androids. And, like, I'm never going to fucking switch to Android. I don't care what size phone I have. But, like... It's still, like, their screen resolution is, like, so much bigger and everything. So I'm just like, dude, come on. I was really hoping for another chubby-ass screen. Yeah. Like, the best phone that has ever been made, the 8 Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the best one. And I don't, I'm like, I don't want to upgrade. Well, I'm going to say her. that um, I personally love my XR. This is the phone that I'm, like, like, I'm a year into it. And it's, like, still in super great condition like and i think this is gonna be the yeah tell that to when the new ios update comes out on the 19th true (laughs) um i think this is gonna be the first phone that i keep like beyond like the two-year like kind of plan that's what i've done and i want to like so they would have to like really sell me on something which they did not this for me personally because it's like not too different from the phone that i have to be honest so obviously when my phone is up for an upgrade, I will be upgrading to the 11. I'm not sold on the Pro one. Yeah, they, like, did it fucking different this year. They were, like, they used to be, like, all right, you got your 10, and then you got the 10 Max, that's, like, bigger. You got the 10 Max, which is bigger, and then you got the 10R, which is just, like, the cheap model with less features. And now they kind of changed it to be, like, the 11 is just the base model, and then, like they're saying that there's a pro version and a pro bigger version and i think it's probably because like they didn't have a lot of people upgrading to like especially the xs max or whatever yeah the bigger ones everybody just if they upgraded they upgraded to xr like i will i've noticed that like when uh like rachel has her subscription service like going on right now and like if people like you know even the phone backgrounds that people are buying and i can see which file they choose to download well, well like when like in your subscription service people will reach out and be like hey i need to update my phone like that i have listed i got a new phone and so this is what i have now it's always it's xr always xr like and, every single one yeah it's never really been the, like the max one and i think it's just because not a lot of people were going for that cause it's too fucking pricey so now they're going for like the we're gonna market this to like the pros right and so obviously like the camera is the biggest overall here and some about a chip who cares but like the camera is the thing machine learning yeah and so um the the 11 which is the cheaper model cheaper i put in quotes 
uh, has like two cameras and then the more expensive model has the three cameras, which not only looks fucking stupid, like it just looks weird. Like I've, I almost would have preferred. <laughs> I love all the grill, like all uh, the memes where it looks like stove a top. stove. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm, would it, would that sway me from buying the phone if that was the phone that I wanted? No, it's not that ugly, but it definitely is like a weird design a, yeah, i almost feel thing. like it would have been smarter to if it's possible i don't know how to make cameras so i don't know if they could have just put a square that had the three so that it wasn't just like three individual circles which just looks weird like if they could have just made that square be a different color and then had than the, the background three can- like, cameras there yeah i don't know but whatever um uh, the, like, but then they didn't sell me on the third camera being like and i'm the person that's like the camera update is the thing that i care about the most because i literally take all my product shots now on my phone. I sold my fucking YouTube stuff. Um, I also Plus use it, just like it to film life. stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, in life, because I love to take photos. So that's, you know, that's the upgrade to me that's the most important. And so I was like, okay, are they going to really sell me on this third camera? And I was fully prepared. And then they didn't really. It was like more of like a tight in that's the third lens they had like they have a regular lens and then they had a wide lens and those are the two that you get on the 11 and then the third and that's one, the one that i want is the ultra wide anyway and yeah, then the third lens on telephoto the, yeah so it's like, like just zooming, more close yeah. in and honestly i don't fucking need that yeah um like the tools for like if you're a legit filmmaker making a film on, on an iPhone, iphone which i still don't believe that actually exists outside of um like of maybe a school project um yeah i like, don't know it just it didn't the, sell me on some it. of the things that they were showing about like how it was like an app and it's like you can show you can record through your wide through your telephoto and through your regular all at the same time and then you can just keep choosing the different shots i'm like that's kind of cool if you're a filmmaker like, right yeah like i don't care um so it didn't sell me on that for the price point obviously too and then it's also not as yeah, cute and it didn't come in the cute colors which they always do but Honestly, for once, it worked out. <laughs> yeah, the 11 is the one. Because they're like, why? I don't know why Apple is like, oh, pros only want silver, black, or gray. And all the people that buy the cheap phone are the only ones that want color. Yeah. Like, I would love I like to have gold. a fucking, like, I wish these colors were, like, the XR colors were all pretty neon. I wish I would have had these fucking like muted lavender and yeah, because you got black. Yeah, I got the black one. I but, have like, the gold A plus, which ends up looking like a milky pink, and I fucking love it. But I, okay, I will say that the pro they came in like a midnight green. You guys know I'm a slut for like a dark green, like a smoky green. I bet you that will almost probably come across as it did look black. gray almost on the screen yeah. until they put the gray next to it. I will say that like the frosted back that they have Was on those are vibe, but I, I think the I have a case 11. on my fucking phone though all the yeah. time. The the 11s were the best like <laughs> yeah. the, in terms of color. They did have gold for the pro, but I like that lavender and that mint. I even like the yellow. That's all I have to say. I wish the Switch was the same way. Like why did they give the Switch that doesn't let you hook up to the TV um be in fun colors? Like I just have a black Switch with gray Joy-Cons cuz I don't like okay, I get People everyone. don't understand the power of changing the colors on things i was so pissed when i got my i got an xbox one close to launch and like they had at that point it was literally only black and they had reserved the white ones for the staff like the staff right. got white ones and then eventually the white one came out i was like fuck i would have loved that like i know it would have looked nice 
But it probably would have gotten dingy over yeah, time. Like your 360 no. got dingy looking. We're not going to talk what, about that part. It doesn't matter. Um, that's what I'll do. But I, I'm not due for an upgrade. And even when I am, if my phone's not shitting, I won't do it for a minute. But I will say like the this phone size, as much as I don't love it, it's the same as like all of the the X, XR, XS, all those families of phones. Which means that I don't have to change Update a bunch of stuff on my Etsy listings, which is nice. Um, so less work for Mama. Yes. That's about it. That's all I cared about. Yeah, I'm trying to think if like I'm really just here for the new iOS because I want that dark mode so badly. I'm so I've never for been that. so excited for an update since they announced that messages in dark mode and mail in dark mode and Safari in dark mode are going to change my fucking life. I usually wait a while to upload the ios till they Not work this out time, bugs honey. yeah and i can't remember being excited for it as much as i am this time besides when they went from it was like ios 7 or whatever when it like totally re rehauled it back when it used to be like everything was kind of like gray when and they like had the 3D. slide to unlock or yeah like, slide yeah. to unlock all of that like yeah. when they went from that to w- the vibe that we have now yeah the more that was when i was like Ooh, stuff, this is yeah. so pretty like i'm so excited and they added a bunch of stuff to iMessage that time um but this one i'm very excited for because of the dark mode especially dark like every app that i can have in dark mode i already do so now iMessage oh we have to we cannot leave this segment without talking about slow fees oh yes <laughs> i'm surprised see we won't be able to do that right no you would be able to it's the front-facing camera i think i thought that was on the the, ex- the I feel like they would put that on the 11 i don't remember but I, I see we paid attention I promise, guys. So they basically have now you can take a slow-mo video on your front-facing camera instead of just the back. So they were like, we coined a word, slow fee, and it just like was a cute little commercial of like a woman taking a fucking slow fee or whatever. And I just want to know out of our entire audience, is there anybody out there that has ever used their last creation, which is the Animoji, ever besides like... When it making first came your an emoji and then like sending some of your friends like some stupid ass shit like I did. Um, the word slofy is definitely cringy, yeah. but I will say like I could see it being very cute and useful, but yes. also boomerang. I know it's not the same thing, but it gives you a similar vibe. Yeah, I can see this one being useful. So I could we'll see it being that. very cute. Yeah. I can't also, think of a situation, but I'm sure it'll be cute. Apparently, uh, it's just going to be better overall at taking portrait photos of pets. Yeah. So, I mean, sound off. That's like It already looked good, but sometimes it would get like too fuzzy around the fur on see, the side. See, that is the one problem that I have with my phone that it like I don't care enough to like ever upgrade away until like I really need a new phone, but like since I only have one lens on my phone, I can't take portraits of anything that's not a person. Really? You only have one lens? Yeah, I have one lens. And so like... But you do have portrait mode. The portrait mode is like all through like the software and not from like actually having two lenses. So like they kind of like fake it. That's wild that my phone takes better photos and mine's older. Yes. It does. I do love my fucking phone. I think this is my favorite iPhone that they've ever come out with, and I stand by that. Yeah, it came right after the fucking generation. That was, like, the worst. Oh, that was the worst. Yeah. I liked my fucking 5S more than I liked oh my that God. one. What was it, yeah. the 7? My favorites were, like, the 5 generation, the 
eight generation was good. Although I skip, like I'm just saying that from your perspective because I skipped it. I went straight from my seven to my XR. Right. And so, did I have a four? When did I get an I? I we think had, I started. We had four. we had fours. Yeah. We four had, S is what I think I started yeah. with. Like the five was S late was like. To it. I think the five S was like the last time that it had like that squared edge. Yeah. So that was like a really good one, and then the eight generation was really good, and. I mean, I really like. I don't my remember XR, the six generation at all. That was. I don't re- really remember either. I just know that they went like they were going for the more rounded edge yeah. again. I just remember still to this day, like the f- first person in my like high school that got the very first iPhone when like the back was like silver, really rounded yeah. and silver, and yeah, it's just wild. Yeah, and I didn't get a smartphone until I was like a sophomore in college. So that, like my first year of college, I still had like a regular ass couldn't have internet on my phone and live in yeah, life you were, you were loving my android when you could yeah use it, i remember like, i like fucked around with your phone a lot because it had like games yeah all i had was like tetris which like yeah it's still yeah i something. remember all of your fucking uh oh, that microsoft one that... that was what was that called it was so bad oh my god it was a windows phone it was like it lived. I remember it was seeing like a circle. articles. It's like it lived for like six months and then they killed it. It was like, so bad, and that was, was the one that I got. You know, yeah. and I remember I used to leave that thing in my dorm room all the time because I was like, I don't need this shit. And yeah, like, <laughs> I never. Its interface was so fucking weird. Like, yeah. Oh man, that's else. good. It's the kin, kin, but it was spelled like. Yeah, it was just spelled like kin. Never mind. Yeah, K I N, right? And like, you should just look it up. Please look at photos of it. It was a mess. The interface looked like the Xbox interface. Mm-hmm. It was such a nightmare. I hated it. Um, but then I got an iPhone and I was like, oh my God, this is so wild. Like, I remember like I had an Instagram account before I actually had an iPhone. And the only thing that I posted to it that I uploaded through like a weird way and i because you know how on instagram you can't upload a photo like through the web browser yeah or maybe you could have back in the day i'm pretty sure the way that i did it was like i shared it through an app to get to the instagram account <laughs> that i had made because i didn't actually have like internet or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was like i logged into my instagram account on your phone for drawful and i uploaded like a photo of like a screenshot of one of the drawings that I had made on that yeah, fucking app. Yeah. Drawful, not that. Draw something. That's the yeah. app. Remember when that was like very yes, popular. Yeah. And so like that must be like, it's probably still up on my Instagram, like one of the first posts because I didn't actually have like, I don't know if the kid had a camera. Probably not. Have. Not my favorite phone of like that generation of phones. My favorite phone of that generation was the Crazer. Or, I mean, I was never cool enough to have the Razor. The Crazer or the NV2. Loved yeah. that keyboard. I do miss having a fucking keyboard. There's nothing satisfying like that. That tactile little like click was something else. And I understand that like I remember how worried I was to like have like a touch screen and now we're yeah. like so used to it. Oh, so I had finally gotten a phone that had a keyboard and then touchscreens were like becoming a thing right at that point. I was like, well, fuck. I don't want to get rid of this. This is so nice. It's just brand new to me. T9 word. See you later. I remember my best friend got the Voyager from Verizon. and It was like one of their bigger touchscreen phones. It opened like a book. So the front was like a touchscreen and then the inside had the keyboard. Yeah. And it was. That's how my one was. Yeah. Without a touchscreen. It was huge though. And 
I remember you still had to like kind of press though. It wasn't like this where you're like tapping and it's like wherever you, it was like you had to press in to work it. And so it was still, she was like, that's why it was like easier to text because like you're still kind of like pressing a button. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm never going to use this shit. And now it's it's wild. It's just so weird. I just use my voice. True. I use Siri texting all the fucking time. I do because I'm like hands free a lot. Yeah. But either way, it's just who's who knew who knew we'd be here today um so that's the apple event that's our that's our thoughts what are you guys sound off (laughs) (laughs) what do you guys think about it you're gonna get that yellow one it's cute all right so that went on uh, longer than i thought it was going to because we can ramble for ages so we're gonna take a quick break and then we will be back with the quiz and questions. Today's episode of Coffee with Rachel is brought to you by Zola, the wedding company that would do just about anything for love. Zola is reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moment in couples' lives even happier. Listen, Zola is the easiest way to plan your wedding and registry, and you can join over 500,000 couples who've already used Zola. It all starts off with a free wedding website that's easy and just takes minutes to set up and customize. You can also use the clever FAQ section that helps address awkward questions like, is my kid allowed here? And the second half of the Zola experience is building your registry on Zola, and they're the only place where you can register for honeymoon funds and gift cards along with physical gifts. Because we know that while your wedding is about, while Zola will do anything for love, your wedding is about getting presents. (laughs) Also, Zola has beautiful wedding invitations too, and they've got thousands of designs for every style, color, story. Am I right? So if you want to get started with Zola and get $50 towards your registry, go to Zola.com slash CWC to get started. Again, that's Zola, Z-O-L-A dot com slash CWC to get $50 towards your wedding registry and start building your free website today. This week's episode of Coffee with Rachel is sponsored by our friends at AdamandEve.com because nothing says fall like shoving an acorn up your ass and they don't sell acorns but they sell other things to shove up your ass and that is what we're here for today as always we have an offer for you to get a bunch of free stuff with the code cwc so what are those free things that you can get first of all you can select almost any one item for 50 percent off which we love then you get 10 tantalizing free gifts Emphasis on the tantal. (laughs) (laughs) You get three free mystery gifts, six free spicy movies, and free shipping. If only the spicy movie that they were talking about was Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. (laughs) (laughs) So once again, at adamandeve.com with code CWC, you can get 50% off of almost any item. Then get three free mystery gifts, six free movies, and free shipping. So don't forget, that's adamandeve.com code cwc okay so we have a quiz today it's a little bit different than what we normally do um a friend of ours megan if you follow her on social media she's megan hughes we love that binge um her and her partner did this quiz in a recent video where it was like about they didn't um, do the actual quiz but they talked about taking it 
Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, I swear I watch your shit. I literally did. Um, wow, I'm a bigger fan than Rachel, <laughs> just stop. saying. No, they didn't take it in the video, but they had taken it and they talked about it. And I was like, oh, that seems up our alley. So this quiz is from the website, thegameofdesire.com. Um, and I know nothing about this website, nor I think there's books. I don't know anything about this. I literally am here to take this quiz. I love Game of Thrones. Yes. Um, so this quiz is supposed to be about like commitment and also like monogamy and stuff like that because. Basically trying to find out like if you had to label your relationship, what label would it fit under? Yes. And so they have a bunch of options here that I'm going to read in a second. But we've talked about how we're non-monogamous before. We've like barely like scratched the surface of talking about that mostly for the fact that it's like without without being guided with questions like this i don't know how to talk about it because it's like i don't know what people want to know you know what i mean like as with many things like labels are super helpful for like giving generalized ideas to people that are not in the relationship to help them understand different relationships but as with labels they're also super like definitive and like 99% of people probably not gonna fall in exactly with what the definition of a label is I also feel like all of these things on this list that you can be are like everybody has their own like definition of what it is especially in this situation um so I also feel like I've never really like quote labeled our shit because it's like it's that would be for other people and like they don't matter because it's us. You know what yes, I mean? yeah. it would be different if it was like something else. I guess like I'm a vegan, <laughs> so I label that so that other people know how to cook for me. Yes, you know that's yeah. helpful. But like this, I feel like is like well, if you're not trying to date me, then you don't really need to like know every inner working here but also we have maintained a you know this is like the one aspect of our lives that we have kept very private um like who we are seeing and what our lives have been like in this realm of our lives because it's literally no one else's business but ours because it's our fucking life honey yeah Um, we keep some things under wraps under the belt (laughs) under the sleeve okay but the basically i i feel like personally the best word to describe me as non-monogamous, right? I always like, which that is a very vague, like not. I'm not dragging you. I'm just saying that's a very vague. No, I know. Um, I guess term that has a whole bunch so of so much. There are so people. many different types of relationships that fall under that umbrella term. And I also wanted to do this quiz because I know I can't tell y'all. This is the thing we get asked about the most, and maybe it's because we don't talk about it that it's like piquing people's interest. We weren't like necessarily hiding anything. I just, people would literally just ask, can y'all talk about that? And it's like, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, what specifically do you want to know about? You know what I mean? And this is giving me questions to structure this conversation. And now our answers are probably throughout this quiz going to be very similar. They're probably going to be the same, but we're just taking it anyway. Yeah. Um, But the, the, I guess the options you can get are casual dating, serial non-committed dating, traditional monogamy, modern monogamy, which we had to look up. Oh my God. And it's honestly, it's fucking stupid. And like, okay, no, don't say that. Let's not be negative. No, no, no. Like that, the fact that like a new thing had to be created 
beyond traditional monogamy is just like they were basically saying in articles and if you are someone who identifies as your relationship being modern monogamy if i if i was just offensive i'm sorry like, yeah like, like let us know because what i found through my research i was like i've never heard of that before what the fuck is that it's essentially monogamy but you have like a way more open line of communication which i was like I thought that's just like relationships. You should just have that, so regardless of your like, monogamy or non-monogamy. They're saying traditional monogamy is to be in a monogamous relationship and just not fucking not talk. talk. So like, I don't love that. Yeah, um, but whatever. And then there's a free relationship. Oh wait, sorry. Being monogamish, which was defined. It's also very loose, and it was defined like you're mostly monogamous, but every once in a while you have a little tete-a-tete, you know what I mean? But like together. But together, usually like the partners are all involved or like you like tell each other about it. And it's like, there was a lot of questions. We did preview this quiz on Not Gonna Lie. And there were a lot of questions that were like, basically doing things outside of your relationship but like in the idea that like it turns on your partner kind what of a vibe kind of voyeuristic like you know i get i don't know i don't know um and then there's a free relationship an open relationship and then i guess i don't really know the difference between those two i don't and then swinging and then some form of polyamory which is more of like having relationships outside of your primary relationship or they're all equal or whatever yeah you might not have a primary even yeah like, t. yeah um so we know we label our relationship as an open relationship and it's like a different i don't i don't know how our description would be an open relationship is just like it, there's just so many like like the way that an open relationship can be set up within the people that are in the relationship. It's different it's just for like many so people. So different. It's like there's so many ways that this could exist. Yes. Yeah. So the way that it works for us, I guess, before we take this quiz and see what we should be doing, <laughs> um, is that like me and Chris are, we are partners, bitch. We are fucking family. We are in this. We've been together for almost a fucking decade now. And we've also had this open relationship the entire like nine years we've been together, um, which is something that I feel like is surprising to people. But well, like when we tell them, we're like, yeah, it just wasn't defined before because um, we didn't really know. We were just like, this is the way we're doing it. And for me, it's like, do we know anything at that age? No, (laughs) (laughs) no, but like for us, it's like, okay, so obviously like we care about each other. We, you're my primary or whatever, I guess is like the right word. If we're going to use that terminology, then yes. Yeah. And then it's like, we have little flings now and then with other people. Most of the time it just is like, if it fucking happens, it happens. I don't, I'm not on dating apps. I'm not like going out of my way to like constantly be going out on dates and like meeting new people. It's just like, if the fucking situation arises, honey, go off because i don't equate sex to love and that's me and you don't have to agree um if we're gonna like go down this road like it's we're not really kind of like dating other people i guess that's not the right word i just never know what to say yeah we're not like dating (laughs) other people but also, but, we've never had, but I'm not also that's completely not, off the that's table not, with her. Yes, that's not off the table. It's just like an experience that I've not had or have so felt that say, I wanted yet. Yeah. So I can't say how I'm going to feel about it. I'm of the mindset. We've been together for, all right, so it'll be nine years in like two months, right? Um, 
we have been through so much evolution and we're constantly working on things and like checking in and like fixing issues here and there and it's like that's fucking hard work like if you're if i'm you like god damn if you can ha- you got the time to like maintain more than one relationship plus one your friendships yeah. plus your job plus getting your shit together plus at yourself home. like yeah showering it's a <laughs> lot if you're depressed too yeah <laughs> i mean they're they're it's a lot hats off if like you can pull that off it just hasn't been my life yet but i'm not saying that it couldn't ever happen it's just like i'm already tired so i can't imagine having to put in like that kind of a situation to multiple people but i'm also very focused on making sure that my friendships are really nurtured in that way so i don't know yeah not to say that you can't manage it all i just haven't honestly it's just that, that. like also no one has no, asked us to the, do the, that the, anyway yeah uh <laughs> the years like that we've been in a relationship together are like the years of like the most like flux in our life like there's so many things that change all the time so like just like the thought of like wanting more than one relationship like at a time like a full-on relationship is like yeah I'm like, holy shit, I got, like, so much going on. I got, like, college. I'm, like, jobs and, like, yeah, like trying to figure out think life. Think about the time that you know? we've been together, like, yeah, this it's, whole time. It's all these, like, super major milestones of life that, like, are, you know. Yeah, but this is just what has worked for us and what we've enjoyed. And this is the way that we feel the best. And, like, I can say with confidence now. I didn't used to always feel this way. But I can say with confidence now that if I wasn't with you, this is also how I would want any other relationship. It's not like specific to you because it works with you. This is what I would be looking for in general if for a like a long-term yeah, ass like relationship. A prerequisite to like being in that relationship is that like it like, would be like something that they would be okay with. Right, that's what I would want. And it's like that's not even to say cuz we were listening to like uh Megan talk about it and you know, we, I can agree with her. She identifies more as like a free relationship, which I, I don't know the total difference there. So like, I don't know, hit me up with the T, but essentially like, you know, there'll be times, and I've said this before too, to like our friends I've talked about this with, where it's like, you know, we go for like long stretches of like, I guess, accidental monogamy. You know what I mean? It's not like we're, it's, you know, like we're not seeing anyone else because it's just, that's the way things are. And then there's times where it's like, I, I've had a few dates in the same year. And it's yeah. like, what? And then there It's be- like the same exact fucking way as like you being in a seemingly heterosexual relationship for fucking like nine years. That doesn't mean you're not bisexual. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, you know what I mean? I, like you get the, I understand you the where parallel. your brain is going. Yes. Obviously they're not the same thing. They're not the same thing. That's not what I'm but trying to say. But you mean that like, know. okay, so like if we go like two years without like seeing anybody else, suddenly we're not, not open anymore. Yes. You get, That's, we're closed. Yes. Is yeah. that the terminology? That, that is, yeah. Yeah. I open so, at the close, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's us. Um, <laughs> are you the close? Find out next. Uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so that's basically how we already define it. And I'm very, like, confident and comfortable with our definition. And I literally don't give a flying fuck what anyone else could possibly think about it because it literally would never matter because you are not the two of us. Yes. Okay, because I'm sure there are all kinds of, like, feelings. Because this is, like, a very, like... This is a realm of, like you know relationship and like that is sexuality and stuff that's not totally accepted yet yeah yeah and that's fine whatever also i think 
I'm sure. Not saying that other ones are. I'm like, you know, there's still a lot of shit that's really bad. I'm just, you know. Yeah, this is just one thing that I know is just usually like, it's hit or miss. Yes. (laughs) Whether people love that or not. And also, I know that like, for us, I'm sure there's a lot of people... Because monogamy is just, like, assumed. Like, that's, like, the what people think, like, the default of any relationship is. Which I'm trying to change that feeling. Yes. Because I don't think that should be... I think relationships are different every time. So there should not be, like, one set standard for, like, how, a, how love should be had. Yes. That's the tea. But whatever. That's, like, kind of what society has done to us. And that's fine. But, I mean, is it fine? I don't know. Classic society. You know? <laughs> we live in a society. Um, but... I feel like, you know, with us, we've been like, quote, public of, of a relationship for so long. And I'm sure people have always just never even like thought of that. And so to hear that, like suddenly like, oh, they've like s- seen other people this entire time. Like what? I'm sure that's got to be like jarring. And like, I don't know, there's probably some people that were like, oh, but they were like relationship goals. I don't know. It doesn't make anything like bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just don't. I'm of the mind where like. And this applies to all relationships, platonic and romantic and sexual. One person cannot satisfy your own, all of your needs in every way. Like you as yourself and then also your friends. You can't just have one friend that satisfies all of your socializing needs. That's why you have friends in like different groups and you do different things with different people because they scratch different itches. And it's the same thing with sex and it's the same thing. Well, I guess with love, I'm good, but who's it to could, say it could be the same that's thing why we have love. two cats yeah um <laughs> yeah can a buy ever choose um and then there's also that which is also another reason why we never really talked about it before was because there's that stupid like of course rachel the bisexual has to be in this kind of relationship we have plenty of friends who are like not identifying as bisexual that are in some sort of relationship like this and it literally is not because of my sexuality of course uh, they are two completely is separate things and yes i exist i mean we've had comments that are like it's so sad chris is forced into this it's not i've set the record straight here guys I've, you don't have to you I've, don't well, have to fucking defend well, anything honey i'm not coerced into anything i'm not forced into anything i'm here on my own free will. i just and then that's the other thing too is like we all we've always had this like standard where it's like if anyone and this doesn't even apply to this but it could obviously apply to this where it's like if anyone starts to feel some type of way about it we talk about it, duh. And we're like, mm, do we still want to be doing this? Because it's like, what's, it's, it's nothing is permanent. Like, you can just be like, yeah, yeah I'm not fucking into that. Um, like, when we talked about, I forget what episode we talked about it, but like, we went through a really, like, hard time in our relationship in like 2017, 18-ish, which had like nothing to do with this, but we also completely like stopped with this during that time because we were like we are focusing on each other right now honey because this is where our problem is right now and like we don't have time to deal with like other things you know what i mean yes so so that was a that was was a pretty decent preamble to actually getting into the preamble yes i just felt like you know we do get asked a lot about it and i feel like this is finally going to answer a lot of questions for like the people that have been curious about it all right let's pray one that this quiz like gives us does the same it, questions doesn't the same thing also like if you don't want to take this quiz like for actually like the answers they get just take it for the fucking photos that they choose for all the things because it's yes. fucking great like that's <laughs> the best part of this quiz there <laughs> yes all right so are you do you have uh 
the first question being like aside from clarifying feelings yes okay. i'm also like trying to pour coffee while this is going on so why don't you read the first options and I'll, i can absolutely I will do that all right so it says aside from clarifying feelings amongst those involved which of these expresses why commitment is most important to you i will also say we did read all these questions and they some of them are like so they are like i don't I black know. out reading them some of them i feel <laughs> as though the question and the answers are two the answers are answering a different question than what was or they're asked. like way too extreme so we are gonna be a little lenient i guess with our answers so so this is which expresses the most commitment or expresses why commitment is the most important to you it says it communicates to others what myself and my partner already know about our connection it's assurance that my partner is exclusive to me it's not really important to me so i try to avoid it it's important milestone slash goal of mine it's important to my partner i'm also going to say partner but they do have like an s there if like you have multiple partners yeah um i literally don't know what this is asking (laughs) why commitment is most important to you so it's basically asking you if a commitment is important to you and it is i just feel like their reasoning is different than my reasoning yes like the implication it's of it. not just because of like partner and yeah, it's not it's so much more commitment it's on not a because level. it's just a fucking milestone in life I don't and it's not that. about partner exclusivity it, if anything the one that fits in this the most is it communicates to others what myself and my partner already know better connection that's exactly what i was gonna say yeah oh. um okay yeah this one oh my the picture God, of pikachu? pikachu okay no <laughs> it says i am territorial i am territorial over pikachu <laughs> it's so, funny. so it says how would you describe your relationship with jealousy um i do not like to share what's mine and i am extremely jealous there's a picture of pikachu for this next one it says i am territorial but not possessive <laughs> um this one i prefer to keep things casual and jealousy complicates that i tend to be jealous but i hate when my partner gets jealous I experience jealousy, but I never act on it because it's not fair to my partner. I enjoy jealousy. It's a turn on to me. And then I am not a jealous person at all. And it's important that my partner is not either with just three kittens. <laughs> Don't understand. Yeah. Okay. I feel like the closest answer for me is the three kittens, which is I'm not a jealous person at all. And it's important that my partner isn't either. But that's not to say I've never been like 100% never been jealous. Come on. There's always going to be little twinges, little yeah. like, uh. and that's mostly, but what I've learned is that that has nothing to do with you. It's all like me. It's like my own like self improvement that I need to work on. Like my insecurity and confidence, mm-hmm. like, you know, I need to work on that. And then that will be like less frequent, which is what has happened over fucking time. Um, but yeah. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I feel guess that's like the right answer. But that's not that one, it's like it's like halfway in between that and like the I experience jealousy but never act on it because it's not fair to my partner. Like it's yeah. like it's like halfway between that because like it's never jealousy is like never like I don't it's never been I don't know what acting on like means. Like yeah. you, I, would I be like, No, you can't see that person. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the, the, the three kittens because the three kittens. <laughs> three kittens because why not? Um when you are in a committed relationship do you find yourself being attracted to others? Absolutely not. I only have eyes for my partner. Not really, except for when things get rocky with my partner. Then I notice my eyes tend to wander. Uh, what committed relationship? I stay single because I know I can't keep eyes to myself. Yes, I might look, but that's as far as it's ever going to go. Yes, I look and will likely strike up a conversation. I'm also 
I'm also open to going beyond that, but I check in with my primary partner first. Yes, and when I find someone attractive, I also think it's fun to tell my partner about them to see if they think they're hot too. And the last one, there's no limit to my desire for new romantic connections, nor do I try to nor do I try to limit it for my partner. Okay. Um, that was a mouthful. Yeah. Um, so I feel like the, yes, I look and we'll strike up a conversation. I'm willing to go beyond that, but I check in with my primary partner. Yes, that absolutely. That bit, one sounds like the most. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, I'm never asking for permission, but I we're all about that communication. That's, that's literally how rule. this shit yeah, works. Like, that's a thing that we have. So yeah. I don't, yeah. So it's like that. But then it's also like, oh, of course we love to talk about it to each other. And like, yeah, like oh yeah. my God, you think she's cute too? <laughs> Yeah. That's like the whole thing, but I think it's I'm going to go so for that one. fucking antelope or that whatever deer. the fuck is in it. Yeah. <laughs> I know these pictures. Um, do you see a strong benefit to being in a publicly acknowledged committed relationship? And so when I read this question before, I have to think of this as like more of like obviously we're a public figures quote unquote not pretending we're not public we're not talking about the internet public we're talking about like our friends and family acknowledge that i'm in a relationship yes you know what i mean i'm not just not like like a societal like benefits of being in a relationship kind of thing like oh i don't know it's not it's not like that it's just like between your friends and family i think that's on here though i think like there Uh that's like the first answer it's Uh like so do you see a benefit and that's one of the benefits, I guess, is like, yes, being in a relationship makes an impact on my overall life, family values, career, social status. So it's like a social status thing yeah, to be like, I'm yeah. in a relationship. Um, not really. There's no incentive to being in a relationship <laughs> <laughs> aside from if I really want to. Um, no, being in a publicly acknowledged relationship actually negatively impacts the rest of my life and image. Um, <laughs> I do, but... Because of how and who I love, I tend to keep it private for safety reasons. I'm going to say probably that one. Yeah. Like, that seems most... But people know that we're in a relationship, but I also... Like, we just we literally said it... that is the one thing that we have not talked about much throughout the entirety of the show, is that, yeah. you know? Um, and also, like, I don't think it's, like, a social status thing that I'm, like you know, in a relationship for the benefits of, like, what other people would think about it. Yes, again, I, these questions are really confusing, but, like, I'm, we're trying the best that we can. Um, are you interested in experiencing other people romantically with your partner? Um, hell no to all of this. With it a all fucking, caps- like, deer licking its fucking lips. Like, <laughs> it's very chaotic. Um, sure, I wouldn't mind being intimate with two-plus people I'm casual with. Uh, yeah, I'd like my situationship slash friends with benefits to be down for multi-partner play. I hate the word play being used for, In this like, context, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It just gets me. <laughs> it makes me cringe, and I don't know why. Um, maybe it's one-off, but mostly I'd like to keep the relationship separate. Um, it depends on who we're in a relationship, who we are in our relationship, and who this other person is. Um, yeah, I think it would be fun for me and my partner to sexually play with others. Um, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, I think it would be fun for me and my partner to see how we could engage with others, not just sexually, and then flirting, yes, beyond that, no. Um, I don't know how you group flirt. <laughs> you're cute, yeah, and you're that cute, was, too. That was know. the one. That's that, the that was plot what we were of just Siren. Like, yeah. <laughs> you want some poly representation, watch that fucking mermaid trash show. It's- I am watching this show, like... 
kind of on the sidelines as Rachel's watching it with her art and like I'll just hear over here shit I'm just like what <laughs> the fuck is going on you just hear like hissing on? and walrus it is noises. like <laughs> if Julie Plec got to write Twilight that's like that's what it really, is really that's what it Billy is Billy Black is in it as a sheriff it, taking it takes over. place in Port Angeles it's fucking weird like in a fake town near Port Angeles not and they mentioned Forks at one point Ugh. and like I've been watching it as my work show but I will say I was I was like okay trash show on Freeform about mermaids sign me up I love the bi and poly aspect of it now. Yeah. I'm like, wow, we love that. Anyway. Uh, are you interested in experience, in experiencing other people romantically with your partner? Um, um, so we've never done that. And I'm not saying that I'm like not open to it. I just. It's not something I'm like actively like. Yeah. I. Into. I guess we, my. Maybe as a one-off, but mostly I'd like to keep this, the relationship separate. That's yeah. Cause like that aspect of my life is like meant to be like this. I'm an independent person having my own experiences kind yes, of situation, yeah, but also not ever putting anything off the table. Yeah. Essentially. But I'm just like, that's so many bodies. Where do they all go? Yeah. I know where they're supposed to go or whatever and where they could go. But I just, Logistically, it's already hard enough to have sex with someone for the first time, like someone that you might have like, you know, just started talking to and it's already a little bit awkward. Nobody knows what each other wants yet and all of that. It's always bad anyway. Yeah. Not always, but like it can be. And then to add a third person into that just seems really, like a twist yeah. I don't need. <laughs> um, um, the idea of one person only for life makes me feel ex- excited and giddy. Excited, but also weary because I won't stay with someone just because. <laughs> like finding the nearest exit. With a horse running through fog. <laughs> uh, all horse girls don't like commitment confirmed. <laughs> You've heard it here first. Wolves do. The wolf girls like a pack. <laughs> oh my god. Wolves are um, the polyamorous girls. <gasps> wow. Horse girls don't like commitment. Yeah. Dog girls love commitment. Yes. There you go. That's it. Uh, great, but also I have questions. I need some outlets to express my desire for others and vice versa. Uncomfortable. I don't want to make any for life decisions when I have still so much life ahead of me or restricted. That kind of commitment does not appeal to me. I'm going to go with the open gate. <laughs> yes, that's great, but also I have questions. I need to express. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. After repeatedly talking to your partner, you have become aware that they are not capable of fulfilling some of your important needs. So your instinct is to suck it up. You made a choice and you pride yourself on sticking with it. Um, start considering if it's time to end the relationship. Communicate to your partner that you are considering exploring others that can. You never expected one person to fulfill all your needs or vice versa. That's why you don't subscribe to monogamy or try to find a fun way for both you and your partner to engage with other people and outlets together. So we're going to probably, I'm sure you're, like, you're probably going to agree with me on this one, the telescope, which is communicate to your partner that you are considering exploring others that can. Yeah, because it's like, obviously, we're, we're fucking set up here. Like, we know what we like here. And so it would be like, yeah, I've never expected a person to fulfill all my needs. That's why I don't subscribe to monogamy. But if it's literally the prompt, which is like, I'm having issues with my partner and it's like a new conversation to have, I would say the communication. Like, that's just what yes, you should do yeah. regardless. Yeah. I don't want to tell anyone how to live their life, though. Um, the idea of seeing your partner passionately kiss someone else makes you feel devastated and defeated, <laughs> but you will still try to work it out with them with a sad elephant. <laughs> and then this one, which is... Uh, it, honestly, this owl looks happy as fuck. Yeah. Please take this quiz for the pictures. Um, it says, feel betrayed and want to break up with them. 
Shrug, you don't really care. Kind of jealous, but realistically, it's not your place to care, so you try your best not to be. Jealous, but also kind of turned on and happy for them. Think it's time for the two of you to redefine the relationship so that seeing something like that won't come as a shock next time. Want to join in on the fun or happy for them above all else. Um, Probably that one. Yeah, I've never, I don't, but that's the thing. I've never seen you passionately kiss another person. So I don't know I'm going to fucking feel in the moment, but Mm -hmm. I, (laughs) yeah, happy for them above all else. That's the tea. Uh, if your partner told you that they felt a strong connection with someone they just met, you would demand they avoid that person and never speak to them again. Tell them that they have to choose between seeing you and pursuing that person. Ask them why they're telling you because you've made it clear you don't care. <laughs> I love that. It's like, <laughs> why are you fucking talking to me? I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, that's so Communication, fun. get the fuck out of here. Uh, I don't need to hear about that, sweetie. <laughs> feel disappointed, but ultimately understand since you have no desire to give them more than you currently are. Ask them to avoid contact with that person as much as reasonably possible. Flirting is okay, but feelings are not. Tell them that they can continue to explore the possibilities with this person while keeping you in the loop so you can decide together what this means for your relationship. Make sure your relationship is still the priority, then give them the go-ahead to play with the new person. I hate that word. Or so much. tell them you're happy for them and encourage them to follow their intuition with a picture of a little bird in a hand. Love that. Bird in hand PA where everyone oh, gets yes. poly. Intercourse PA. Um, <laughs> so I would say this hasn't happened to us either. And I don't, I feel like the best way to go about it in defining what I imagine would be the conversation we would have if this did happen because um, what I'm getting from this question is that this is like an emotional connection. Yeah, not just like- it says a strong connection. So I'm kind of leaning towards the puzzle pieces one, which is like they continue to explore possibilities with this person while keeping you in the loop so you can decide what this means for your relationship. I f- think. Yeah. So it's like I'm tied between that one and the one of the lions where it's like make sure your relationship is still a priority, then give them the go ahead. It's like a mixture of those because yeah. I don't want you to just be like, we're a priority, but go off. But it's like I also... Like that's that would prior- be like new that's ground. That's the setup you know? I want is yeah. the primary thing, but also yeah. I'm having tough time. I feel like I'm gonna go with the puzzle pieces just because it's the most what we would be doing. Because like, yeah, I yeah, guess. that's what I'm gonna pick for that one. Um, and then it says, "What is your attachment style?" If you do not know the answer to this, blah blah blah. Um, so we talked about this before attachment styles. My therapist actually diagnosed both of us. Um, <laughs> so I, but I don't love what they have written here because they're talking about attachment style in regards to like romantic relationships. And this isn't the way that I've been using that attachment style. It's been more yeah. of like a, like platonic family, which still applies to you, but not in the romantic sense, yes. which is what they're saying. So I don't feel like I definitely feel what they put down for what my attachment style is in terms of the romantic sense. But the four are secure, anxious, avoidant and um fearful fearful which i learned in therapy that you are avoidant yes and i'm anxious in terms of our attachment style but i hate like the context of this because it's like that doesn't necessarily apply to my love life or whatever um and then what is your current philosophy about relationships as they relate to you um life is short and the list of possibilities are long i don't promise myself to anyone because i choose experiences over expectations um you can be good to people without giving them your full self right now being responsible and accountable for myself is enough (laughs) 
loving someone means fully choosing someone you could spend your life chasing what ifs but what could cost you is the beauty of what is um you fall in love by chance but you stay in love by choice as long as the love we have is reflected in the choices we make we can make it um if really <laughs> this is the one where i read this to you and i said i blacked out <laughs> if relationships were windows <laughs> think of the rules windows um think of the rules you place on them like paint it might look nice but it also prevents you from seeing your partner clearly I, i'm like <laughs> we were busted out laughing at this point i don't, we're know, like, what I don't know what i read um not everyone who wanders is lost uh there's a joy in browsing because you know your heart will always lead you home um, the heart needs security, the mind needs challenges, and the body needs the word play. I'm <laughs> so done. Let's love each other, grow as individuals, and play with whomever we desire. As long as I am first, we are fine. <laughs> I choose to love my partner for who they are, not how they follow the rules, but that's only my preference. Um, people are not property. Permission does not, or possession does not equal appreciation. I love the, by letting go of the idea that I can't limit love. By the way, this is the last fucking question. Oh my God. Um, <sighs> I, as much as it pains me, I'm a not all wander who lost. Mm. <laughs> um, there's joy in browsing, but I always come back to mama. I don't know. <laughs> Mama's good to you. I guess. That one, I and am... also, like, I feel like you fall in love by chance, but staying in love is a choice. Like, it's fucking hard work to be in a long-term relationship. And anyone who says it's, like, just easy if you love each other enough, that's great sentiment. You have yeah. problems, too, honey. Like, mm. everyone does. Love is, like, just the first part, but, like, there's so many other aspects and, like, I feel like it takes a lot of work and love to cultivate something that lasts a really long time. Yes. I skipped giving my name. But, I don't know, not all wander lost? Yeah, What'd that's that's what I did. <laughs> okay. we, we're, we're on. We're beyond. <laughs> I'm skipping my name. <laughs> okay, so I got open relationship. I got free relationship. Interesting. Interesting. I- I thought I, I thought I ended up picking the same answer as you, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, you are down to fuck. Oh, wait, no. I did get free relationship. <laughs> okay, so I'm not going to lie. I did take this before because I was like, hmm, I just want to know what I got. And the first time I took it, I got open relationship. So I don't know what I answered differently this time. Um, but that time I got like open relationship and it was basically just like exactly describing what we're currently doing. And this yeah. one says... You are DTF, and by that, I don't mean down to fuck, but instead you're down to figure it out. Your relationships may swing from monogamous to open to poly to back to monogamy, and you're down for the ride as long as it's what's best for you and your partner. Your relationship is not defined by rules or titles you choose in the beginning, but instead how each partner feels at any given time. You like to leave space for the unexpected, and you trust your partner can handle that responsibility as well. In order for this relationship to thrive, you must be a professional in communication and self-discipline. By saying yes to a free relationship, you are saying yes to circumstances and arrangements that you may not have seen or not, may not have been in before. Of course, you can opt out at any time when your partner is pushed beyond your comfort zone, but understand that since you haven't placed any restrictions on them, there is a high probability this could happen. The only thing constant in this world is in change wait sorry the only, the only constant thing in this world is change and in a free relationship that isn't your reality it's your mantra so i feel like the open relationship definition that they gave the first time we did this was more accurate but i also say there's aspects of that that i'm like fine with yes. too so that's that i would love to know what you guys get when you take this because i would love like i feel like as i've been more um not even public but more like once we put a label on it because like for the first like four years of our relationship 
we didn't label this aspect. It was just kind of like the set, like this unsaid yeah. thing that we were in. And then when we moved, we were like, okay, like I feel like we should be adults here and like really kind of figure out like what this is. And uh, ever since then, I feel like I've discovered more and more people that also feel this way and live their lives this way. And I think it's fine as long as everyone is happy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I would love to know how our community feels about that. And like, if you're, and like, also, this is not a drag on anyone that's monogamous, by the way. Um, I literally don't care what you guys do because, I mean, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, we're just but curious. Like, I'm not judgmental curious, because yeah. it's like, it's just... It's whatever works for each person. Yes. Duh. So, I mean, I understand. I've had friends that are like, they'll they'll be like, so, like, talk to me about this. And then I will. And then they're like, okay. Like, they get it. But they're like, I could absolutely never do that. Because they just know in themselves that they are, you know, maybe too jealous. That's fine. I'm not offended. Like, I know. Because I, I know it's not for everyone. It's like... um, Like, I could just literally never imagine myself being able to do like full on polyamorous relationship like right i just don't and i can't whatever they said traditional monogamy was no no so it's like i get it um it's not how how our our relationship might look to other people and so it's fine yeah they may be like whoa legit just like super curious like yeah i just want to know like what and if people are more like in the middle too um, like the whole like monogamish thing or whatever. Yeah, or, yeah. Like, how does that work? And like, I feel like we're gonna see a lot more people kind of lean into that area. Yeah, it's gonna know? be like a bell curve in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, because I feel like um, it's just society has set us up to feel like we can only be doing one thing. Yeah, and that's just like weird. Like, of course, this is just people are so different and their needs are so different. And how can you possibly expect one person to be to the f- same thing? Yeah. For everybody. I just mean in relationships in general. Like, everyone's going to want something different out of their mm-hmm. romantic relationship. Some people don't even, like, want a relationship at all. Yes. Some people value their independence so much that they don't even want that. Um, so, I don't know. I, I think it would be interesting. And also, when I think about, like, sexuality and how a lot, like, the majority of that community in, like, you know, like, be, are in the bisexual, pansexual category. And, like, that's a bell curve too where the majority's in the middle there it's like i wonder if that's also the same for relationships because i know there's overlap there too so yes i don't know i would anticipate that i love this topic um but yeah so that's that let's get into some questions (laughs) before we get into the questions like my uh, it just like went off my brain like you said something about like after college and that just like reminded me totally unrelated to everything we've talked about so far oh (laughs) i got invited on facebook to my 10-year high school reunion, guys, and I swear to God, my wrinkles just deepened by, like, a whole centimeter. All like, his bones cracked when that happened. Yeah, honestly. Are you gonna like, go? I, it's like, a part of me wants to. A right. part of me really wants to. Just to, like, you know, there are people that I did, like, that I was good friends with that I would love to, like, see I guess see teachers again. would show up, too. I guess. I don't, I, I don't think support. this is being like really organized in like a superficial way. It was just like one person made a group and started inviting everybody. Now it's like kind of like waterfalled, you know, gotcha. from there. But um, it's like, yeah, part of me wants to because I have friends that I've just like lost touch with that I would love to reconnect with and yeah. spend some time with. 
but then the other thing is like i'd have to fly to pennsylvania <laughs> like and it's just that's like, just I like want to spend the money to get to yeah it's like that's a fucking that. flight that's for me that's pricey you know so i mean it's, what if you like what, wrangled it into like also a trip for something else that was also on? yeah honestly if i can get it as a work trip somehow some way and i just <laughs> and i just happen to be on the east coast that's by not the even time. what i was thinking i was like oh we could just like that could be the trip that i'm like seeing test during or something you know maybe who knows but like when when is this supposed to be happening like next I mean, summer because that's there, your there actual a, 10 years there was a poll and people wanted it in may and so not there's literally nothing said it was just made a few days ago oh, so okay. um well i haven't been invited to shit and i also don't care <laughs> i my like friend group was like very sporadically mixed between people in my year and then like majority of our friends were the year that graduated before me so i wouldn't even be seeing those people yeah um, and like the friends that i do would want to see i am already in contact with yeah um, so i don't know i i don't i i can't be that close to where i grew up yeah, I, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. no i, to- <laughs> I totally she can't. I, I get that part of it you know? <laughs> physically mentally that would just be too much um but i would love to see a couple of teachers but yeah. you know we'll see how things play out you know it is wild though that that's like happening uh, yeah. next year it does feel like it's been 10 years though it mm-hmm. absolutely does. Yeah, now it really does. I'm like, holy shit, everybody's different. It still feels weird. Now I'm Somebody starting posted to f- in it and they were and they were like, We're gonna need name tags because I don't recognize half of you and I was like, same. No, <laughs> like, I bet. Like <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. It's just wild because I used to think that like college didn't feel that far away, but now like when I think about freshman year of college, it does feel like it, it does, was ten years ago. Yeah, it's definitely something. It's weird. Because we're coming up on our fucking ninth year. Yeah. It's wild. Honestly, so blessed that we... <laughs> I'm so happy that we started dating in, in 2010. <laughs> it makes it so easy. It is so easy. How I love it so much. Ten years. Soon, yeah. You know? It's squeezy that we can never remember how long we've had I him. Know. He never, it feels like he's never not been He's been life. with us. He's been with us the entire time you know yeah but it's not even true we got him in see i'm gonna fucking flop it was my birthday so 2012 2012 is when we got him but it's like i that that one i have to do like mental math to figure out i think lila i know did i actually just fuck that up probably and my (laughs) and lila i know we got in 2014 because it was like chaotically right after we moved here and we were like we don't have furniture but we're getting a cat which no it was 2013 that we got you're lying i don't know i don't know what are you talking about 2013 squeezy and lila are not a year apart i just i just know the apartment that we were in we were it was junior year and i got him so it would be second semester because it was my birthday which is in february so So that would have been 2013 12 because because then in that fall of 2013 we would have been starting our senior year and then we graduate in How are they only a year apart? That doesn't make any sense. I don't sense. think we got Lila the very first year. That yes, we, we did. Did we? Yes, we did. We didn't have a bed yet. I don't know. We didn't know. even have a bed. We moved in in June of 2014, and we got her that Thanksgiving. We had a mattress on the floor. Guys, that, we don't know our own history. Somebody's going to fact check someone, the fuck out I'm of us. I'm telling you, we got squeezy in 2012. There's absolutely no way. <laughs> That we didn't. Comment down below. Let us know. Sound off in the comments. Um, anyway, <laughs> let's right, get into questions. questions. This is from our lovely binchos over at patreon.com slash coffee with Rachel. Yes. 
First one's from Sony. He said, what are three big goals that you have? There's no time frame on this. Like, okay. um, goals, own a coffee shop. Let's do individual goals. Okay, me. And together goals. Because well, we oh, have together three, goals. Three together goals and so three. So three together goals are own a coffee shop, own a house <laughs> in the woods that yes. we live in part-time. And let's say... Honestly, travel the fucking world. Travel a bunch. Yeah, because those are our three shared goals. Yes. Individual goals. Get a... my. <laughs> I'm literally touring them this weekend. Yeah. Get an art studio or a studio space in general for my work. So I'm not working out of my apartment anymore. I'm touring some places this weekend. By no means am I going to be able to get them this weekend. I just am getting a lay of the land and the building that I want to be looking in. Yeah. But that's a major goal for me. Mm. Also to sell my stuff in a physical location. And a third goal is to literally fucking get to finding that peace. I want some peace. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's um, it. My three goals be write a book learn an instrument and uh <laughs> honestly the same kind of vibe like be more zen like fucking not be as stressed like i would love to get to the point where it's like me and my therapist have our little oh, like oh, oh, oh. say goodbye moment yeah and i'm like i'm doing so good and i know not everything's perfect but i've accepted my life i would add in another one as honestly goal that i really have is that i want to have like a fitness routine because that's one area of life that i've always struggled with like yeah, committing same. to something and i'm like i would just want that to be a thing but yeah i'd also really love to get a breast reduction <laughs> hundred fucking percent i've been asking for that since i was in seventh grade so let's go (laughs) from the time they first got here (laughs) for the time they just sprouted out of this buzz (laughs) uh next one's from b boop who (laughs) said uh what is a childhood memory that you think of from time to time that makes you smile oh my brain went haunts you (laughs) um (laughs) okay uh, mm, there's so many honestly Um, i think the time i spent with cha-cha will just always be mm. because i feel like it is a goal of mine that's another goal to have a bird again yeah but just realistically we've we've we have cats and it's just never gonna be probably a thing where I'm not going to want to have cats. Until we have like a, a house with like a whole setup that could they could possibly be separate. Because right, it's we'll just see. not going to be. But when I think about the time that we spent together and I would hang out with him. We'd play hide and seek. I'd teach him to fly to my head from three rooms away. And I'd dress him up in my Barbie clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, That's just great time. I'm going to go on the same <laughs> vein, you know. Thinking about when I got Autumn, my cat. Oh, <laughs> Uh, I miss her. Yeah, I miss her. I miss all of your cats. I remember being in the car and just like we were driving home from uh, the SPCA and like um, we always like just named, we literally always just named our cats that we got like on the ride home from getting them because I remember when me and my sister first got uh, Bandit and Whiskers, which is like the first round of like we had marbles and then we got Bandit and Whiskers. Who named marbles? I think I don't remember. Marbles was like I don't. She was just like always there, so I I don't remember. It might have been my mom who named her 
or it might have been Nicole. I don't know. That's my sister. Um, but uh, when we got Bandit and Whiskers, like I was super young, so I was just like, I'm gonna name this cat Whiskers. Um, <laughs> and then because she, she's got really long whiskers, hey, so better than the first pet I ever named, a gray goldfish named Greggy. <laughs> so I mean, um, descriptive, no doubt. And then Bandit was named. Bandit was my sister's cat, and uh, he was named <laughs> after a um, a billboard on the way home for a truck stop called bandit truck stop and she was just like i'm gonna call him bandit um and then i miss bandit the most i know he we had a fucking bond and we would eat mac and cheese together and he would squeak (laughs) him yeah he was so sprightly he was just elegant chatterbox squeezy has the elegance that he also has they were very similar cats in my opinion yeah but they exuded the same they had the same like luxury vibe yes you know because he was a tuxedo cat so like and he just lounged out like he was like i deserve like a leather chaise lounge yeah yeah and a cigar on the weekends you know um but then when we were getting the next round of cats which was autumn and crush 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 was named after orange crush soda because he's an orange tabby because he was an orange tabby and i named autumn just because when we were driving back it was in fall and i was just like looking at the trees and i was just like those the colors of those leaves just look like autumn because she was a tortoise shell and so i was just like i'm gonna name her autumn she it was perfect yeah i've Love been her. a i have been a fucking slut for autumn since i was born like yeah. it's been Too my bad number you one born in autumn i know literally what is wrong like spring here's i chicken. really should not be pisces like why am i born in spring or yeah Yes. You could have been a Virgo. Technically, it's still winter. If I'm going to be that asshole, like, yeah. it's going to be... I am a winter, let's be real. Yeah. But, you know, like in Stardew Valley, the frozen tear geode? Yeah. That's what I am. I'm a frozen tear. I'm just saying. <laughs> we really just, like, went off. I don't like. care. <laughs> Do you think people are going to be mad that our last few episodes are a little bit longer? I don't think so. No. Um... And then the next one's from Alana, who said, Recommendations for trying to be zero waste with cats. My chunk loves running water, but her fountain thing uses filters, and without the filter, it's loud as fuck. I also wouldn't want to use one of those things without the filter just because I want, like, my cat's water to be filtered, you know? I will say, we did dabble in this. We attempted to do... Um, recycled newspaper cat litter. You might have heard about that yeah, on sure our show a while ago. It, but it's just um, they fucking hated it and started peeing everywhere else besides the litter box. And so like, we went back. I want to reduce my environmental impact as much as possible, but also like I don't want to harm. I'm them. not going to put my animals in like a distressing situation where they feel like they have nowhere safe to use the bathroom like yeah. to do that so like you can try that and if they like it then go off compostable fucking litter yeah that is it. great but like we didn't commit it to didn't it because they it, it didn't work for us and like outside of that like they're just eating they're, there's not really too much that they have in terms of waste yeah so for us like we don't have the water fountain because we did try that but then I don't remember. Why I forget why. Oh, we thought it was giving squeezy acne because it was made of plastic. <laughs> yeah, and Lila also didn't love it, so yeah. they're back to bowls. Squeezy's so that a running water bitch too. He like. does love that. And then we get their food in like giant bags, and it takes forever for them to go through it. So it's really just the bag of like food when it eventually gets thrown out, and then I guess like any medication. But like I'm not gonna feel bad about them getting medication anytime. Yeah, I would say. Um, 
I try not to buy every like cat toy in the world just because I see a cat toy somewhere. Like I used to be of that, but it's like they don't play with majority of their things. So I try not to buy a bunch of excess shit that they don't need. And we haven't really thrown away any of them. Yeah, we keep them all, even if they don't play with them. Yeah. So I'm like, it's special. <laughs> There's so many broken pieces of toys that are just in that bin that they have. But yeah, I guess like honestly trying the um the thing, the uh the compostable litter. Um, um I admire you for wanting to, you know, be zero waste and like not use the filters and stuff, but like in my personal opinion, I would if you do feel the- so bad about it like you could switch to just doing a bowl if like your cat also like doesn't really like super care about the water filter thing well like, i mean the they, they fountain. it sounds like their cat really enjoys oh, the if running they love water it, then, like, just it's honestly like i'm gonna give my cat this little bit of happiness in like the few ways that i can like yeah. over doing that but i admire the like the wanting to do, do that it. yeah because you know having pets can be like a a way to produce more waste yeah like i know with like dogs i'm sure there are i have no idea i haven't had a dog in 100 years but like i know that there's probably you know poop bags that are like the city uses compostable poop bags into little stations that they have around the city yeah i think that they are so like if you have a dog definitely do that instead of using like i remember like when i had a dog it was like whatever because we still have plastic bags at the grocery store so, you yeah. know, we were just using, like, that fucking stock of, like, those. And, like, that's terrible. So, don't do that. All right. And then the last question this evening is, uh, it's a two-parter from our Discord. And it says, uh, they know that I will, me, Chris, I am going to TwitchCon. Um, will Rachel also be in attendance? I will not be. Rachel will not be in attendance. I would have, but it's not free. So, yes. I'm not going <laughs> And Someone's got to watch these junks. Yeah. Um, and then they also said that uh, you'll also be at TwitchCon, and will you be able to say hi or give hugs? And if anybody sees me bopping around at TwitchCon, feel free to say hi, because I would love to meet you all like along the way. And also, you may or may not, if you're not going to TwitchCon, but you follow along on some content, you may or may not see me on a stream or two from yeah, TwitchCon. Yeah, true. So, uh... He is... Can you believe it? He's gonna be literally doing streams for corporate Twitch, like, as part of his job being on, like, live. And to yes. say that that's, like, what you're doing at your job... Yes. ...in 2019, your progression, your growth, sweetie. We're here for it, honestly. It's I'm, wild. I'm thriving. And I'm so excited. I hope that it's a time that, like, I'll be able to be around and, like, watch it It should it absolutely be a time that you're... Because I know you're doing it with uh, Jamie, who is also, like, you guys are perfect yeah. to do it together. <laughs> like, it's going to be so fucking funny. So I'm excited to watch. Yes. But, yes, if you see me there, uh, if I don't look like I am... Because I am do- going for work stuff, so I'm going to be doing a lot of shit while I'm there. But if I don't look like I am dying... Uh, please say hi yeah well that's our show that's, we went yeah. off today yeah honestly i i mean <laughs> i'm just looking at the timestamps on the recorder but i'm imagining this is gonna be like an hour and a half or which yeah, is so. like we haven't had one of those in a while so here you go um we hope you guys enjoyed we will see you next week for our penultimate episode yes please i'm going to literally post the day after recording this and you will see it by the time you're listening to this for questions please ask away next episode is going to be basically the final question 
Fair. moment. Also, any like last requests for things that you want on the show? Yeah. Um, probably not any guests. Uh, we <laughs> we honestly took it upon ourselves to like not have guests. We thought about it, and then we were also like, we do get a lot of feedback that people. That's are, kind like, of like when a show is in its final season and they move don't locations. they move location for the final season. So we're yeah, like, we didn't want to do that. Uh, but if you have any other like last requests for things that you would like to hear on the show before it ends, please let us know. We are welcome to all of your suggestions benches stay tuned we have a highly requested bench time coming up next the rest of y'all we'll see you, see next, you time. next time bye okay. all right y'all so we had this request a few weeks ago and now you're finally seeing it come live to you this is the benches as which iconic vine you are come live to you which uh, we've done this before, but you know you might get a different vine this time if you've been a bench the entire time through since the first time we did it. Yes. Yes. So we're starting off with Angela Jenks, who is by the power of God in anime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mercedes Kirk is do it for the vine. Trisha is that is not correct. Michelle Lavoy is give me your fucking money. Dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Kermack is come get y'all juice. Jackie Goldfarb is Mary Chrysler. Sarah Booth is You Better Stop. Angelica Feliz is I Won't Hesitate, Bitch. Uh, Avery Hawkins is The Calculator Selfie. What <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Taylor Michon Courage is Honey, You Got a Big Storm Coming. Kristen Holmes is Do I Look Like? Taco Roach is Noodle Ed. I love that. Leslie Wright is, you have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine. <laughs> what was that? A uh, Katy Perry like, quote, I think? Like, apparently. It took me like years to know yeah, that. Yeah. I can't believe when I actually saw that interview for the first time, I was just like, whoa, like this is wild. I love it when you see a, a, like a meme and it's raw Meme form. origin story. <laughs> uh, That's so, the book somewhere that someone's going to make. <laughs> Sylvana Smith is an avocado. Thanks. Emeretta Evans is, what the fuck, Richard? <laughs> Emily Lopez is, what the fuck is up, Kyle? Liz Fitzgerald is, wow. Maya is, so no head. Hannah Barnard is, Patricia. <laughs> Amy Fowler is, that's my opinion. <laughs> Elizabeth Hensley is, there's a bee. <laughs> the way his voice like quivers. M. Corbeil is, look at this graph. <laughs> bee Boot McGee is, Miss Keisha. Jackie Relihan is, got my red dress on tonight. that chicken outside in Love the red dress. <laughs> Serena is, hello, when they pour the water on her. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie Davis is, is that a weed? Julia Shermer is, and they were roommates. Allie Chandler is, can't swim jess monocle is look at all these chickens <laughs> taylor sutton is i almost dropped my croissant joanna tartaglini is way to go ron kim vandersloos is road work ed teague phillips is country boy i love you ah. <laughs> chantal pi is whoever threw that paper your mom's a hoe iconic <laughs> Sophie Jaramillo is, what up? I'm Jared and I never learned how to fucking read. <laughs> Michelle Cox is, a potato flew around my room. <laughs> Rebecca Mack is, Zoe 101 microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Gwen Stowe is, two bros chilling in a hot tub. Kat Schultz is, I smell like beef. The classic. Jason Gonzalez is, the lobster on a skateboard. And that is a Rachel's kiss. favorite. Jess Adams is, and I have a basketball game tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Daisy Blossom Dottie is, is this allowed? Sony Vaz Brun is, this is your spice. This is your area. Juanita Cara is, uh, when the mom throws the milk, at, when the car horn beeps. I feel it. I can see it in yeah. my eyes. Um, Liz Holbrook is LeBron James. <laughs> 
Chloe Ireland is Uvu Jobber. Caitlin Whalen is Hi, welcome to Chili's. Vlynn is Free Shabakadoo. And Mackenzie Knight is Why You Always Lying. The wow. Drama Channels loved that one yes. so much. They've like took that one off. Uh, the rest of the Beach Bunches. Ooh, this is. What's a vine that we have not referenced yet? A vine that we have not referenced. Um, disgusting. <laughs> is that a vine? It might just be a short vid. Um, <laughs> it truly. They're might. the same thing. When does a vine stop and a short? It could vid be hemorrhoids. Begin? Okay. I've got hemorrhoids. Sure. Let's go with that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got Tyler Malachi. We've got Kalia Pollock. Alexa. Ishbel Mendez. And Allie Malone. We hope you enjoyed Your A Relic of the Past. <laughs> when will we do TikTok next? Just no. Kidding. When we bring the show back in 10 years, we'll do everyone's iconic TikTok. Actually, guys, we're announcing it now. Our next podcast, we're actually never stopping podcasting, is a TikTok review podcast. Yeah, it it's would called work. TikTok with Ronch and Critch. <laughs> <laughs> what a perfect way to review a video format than an audio form. Yes. Yes. I agree. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. (laughs) Bye.